0: Toleration, be the love. Before pride and exaltation, be the love.
1: Be the love. You are listening to Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. We are souls on the journey, and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings.
2: This is Nicholas David Mann.
3: Namaste. My name is Ishtula Joy Davey.
2: This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be The Love Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love, to awaken our souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial.
2: And I am Brenda Carey with our special guests, Amy and Renee of the Troubadours of Divine Bliss. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs, like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love.
1: And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything else you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always Always have your breath to come back to. If you haven't heard, we at Be the Love Podcast are so excited to announce the Awaken Your Soul Costa Rica retreat on November 6th through the 12th, 2023, at the Magical Sunshine Sanctuary, a jungle boutique in the Montezuma Bay area. Our women's spiritual retreat is designed to raise your vibration with yoga, meditation, cacao ceremony, ecstatic dance sound healing, a deep dive soul journey with ocean energy, and authentic Costa Rican cuisine.
2: We would absolutely love to have you join us in this beautiful location and experience. This is an intimate group setting with very limited availability. Check out the webpage with details and registration in our show notes. Register now for early bird pricing through May 1st, and we can't wait to connect with you. Our guests today are Amy and Renee of the Troubadours of Divine Bliss. I just love saying that. Amy and Renee have been best friends since their early teens when they met at an evangelical church outside of Louisville, Kentucky. They share a mutual vision of being traveling musicians who inspire a revolution of the spirit and courage of the heart. Following their bliss and freeing their dream, they picked up a guitar and an accordion and moved to New Orleans to become the Troubadours of Divine Bliss. The Troubadours have nine albums, and not only are they musicians, but they are also inspirational speakers, writers, celebrants, and healing guides they lead retreats and workshops as founders of the mariposa heartwork for personal empowerment and survivors of abuse they are spiritual environmental and social justice activists who sing of the love that springs from within respect for the earth human rights and healing the heart they are also the founders of mighty kindness to create a circle of sustainability connection in community and to empower kindness When they are not touring or performing weekly on online concerts on YouTube and Facebook, they are nestled in As You Wish woods in the southern Indiana homestead in the Hoosier National Forest. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Amy and Renee.
3: Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you for having
2: us. Yeah, so please tell us. I'm I'm so curious. You have quite a wide variety uh, of experiences and and just things that you do and who you are. So you know, tell us about your journey, each one of you, and what led you down this spiritual path.
3: Well, thank you so much. We you know have the honor of knowing each other since we were teenagers. We met when Amy was 13 and I was 15. Uh, My dad was the minister of a church, a kind of evangelical church, and Amy's family came in one day. They eventually became really involved in the church. Her dad became a deacon, and her dad ended up kicking my dad out of the church. So, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you ask about, you know, our spiritual journey that really could have been stifled or completely obliterated at that point. But we just had such we've always been seekers and mm-hmm. just had such a desire to continue mm-hmm. on that journey. But it, it opened it up, actually. You know, it took it out of just that evangelical realm and opened us up to finding truth in many, many different paths and got us on our on the road to our
0: purpose, and we, we have been rooted in this this Holy Spirit and this uh, divine connection and longing for, for truth and for love, and we fed each other's spirits throughout the years, and uh, about uh, 12 years after meeting we and being best friends, we fell in love. And that we, we started to really deepen on our spiritual journeys and just merge so beautifully together. We really felt like we wanted to um, fulfill our purpose on this planet to free our dream, to give all we have in service to love and creativity. So we decided I would get the guitar, Renee got the accordion, and we would be musicians who sing about <laughs> revolution and mm. love. And uh, travel the world doing this, and so we moved to New Orleans to find out how to make music. And... Right. Well, we didn't even really know how to play our
3: instruments. We didn't. <laughs> really. Know, we didn't even have any songs. We just uh-huh. showed up around uh-huh. Christmas time in New Orleans uh-huh. mm. on the streets. Yeah, and we set up and did Christmas carols, and we had a whole disclaimer out mm. there that we don't really know how to sing these songs and we don't know all <laughs> the words. But you know, and people were really sweet. They were like, "Oh my God, you guys have to keep doing this. I mean, you should take a few lessons, you know." But keep doing. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: But all led by this uh, just unquenchable desire to be of service, to love and to be in fulfillment of our purpose and possibility on this planet. And and we were supported from the very moment that we surrendered everything to that purpose. Mm. Yeah, that was the mm.
3: beginning of us realizing that if we would take a leap and walk in the direction of our dream, that the universe was just going to roll out this red carpet for us and keep us going.
1: Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful story. And thank you so much for sharing. It's it's such a beautiful gift when you can find that, that person that can also help lift you up and support the dream and have that vision you know because i think there's so much energy in that and so it sounds like you've been on quite the journey together i'd love to hear just you know as we're talking about consciousness and purpose and and you know this love energy love vibration and i Mm. love to just hear what your understanding or definition of what that, what that means for you? What does that, that deepening of that love vibration mean to you?
0: Well, for me, um, Amy, this uh, love to me is the, the source of all. To me, God is love, creator is love. Everything is created from love and returns to love. Um, from everything that I've learned and, and studied from, and I, I pull and read and believe that there's truth in, in all things. And um, the guiding force that I continue to come back to that seems to be the thread that always gives life and peace is, is love. And um, this, this spirit, we have eight pillars of love. We have a retreat center called way of the heart woods where we live and we have a temple of the heart and what it's a temple to, to uh, in honor of love. And then there are eight pillars, compassion, connection, kindness, gratitude, grace, peace, trust, and joy. And these pillars are what I continue to to dance around and to root myself in, and whenever I do, life unfolds so beautifully, and everything around me blossoms. So I'm completely devoted and and committed to love as a driving force, as the root of all things, as my guiding light.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, love has led the way for us always. You know, we we love to say it's impossible that there's anything but love, because I really believe that even things that we sometimes perceive as not being loving, if you actually look at it, it's because that person or, you know, that loves something, they love something. Maybe it's not, it doesn't feel like love, but love is really always present. And what we try, have tried to do is amplify that in our own lives to just magnify that in other people's lives. And it's just, Amy's right, it's been the guiding force this entire time. It's just, and I love that it's it's impossible that you can't receive more of it. It just keeps coming, <laughs> keeps expanding. As much as you expand your vessel to receive it, it's going to pour through. Mm-hmm.
2: I love, I love this conversation and how we are amplifying love within so that we can authentically give it out. So what are some ways that uh, you both tap into this energy and expand it from inward to outward?
3: Well, I think a big one is recognizing that everyone is worthy of love. So what happens sometimes is when we separate or divide or or take in any kind of compartmentalization, then we break up that energy. But when you realize that everyone is worthy of love, you're you can tap into compassion, mm. you can tap into gratitude. You can always find a way to be more loving and to embrace that energy more fully. And the only time it gets constricted is when we have resistance or repulsion to something. But when we expand, when when we say, you know what, I, I have grace around this situation or I have compassion for this person or, oh, my God, what gratitude for the gift of this, you know.
0: So ways that we deepen in our practice of love um, in real ways is To truly try to deepen into love every moment in every way of our lives, from what we put in our mouths to what we purchase or don't purchase, to um, how we treat those around us, including all the non-humans on this planet, Mm -hmm. our energetic field and our Mm -hmm. hearts, um our our songs we have a song called awaken us to love and mm-hmm. one um also about all you got to do is love and it says as i wake as i work as i walk as i think as i drive as i talk as i give as i take as i make and it's all about finding ways that love can show up in every moment mm-hmm. in every aspect of our lives there's a beautiful i think it was Tignot Han who Ask the question that we always ask each other and ourselves, how can I be more loving? How can I be more kind?
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: So we
1: keep that in regular rotation. <laughs> That's so beautiful. It's such a intentional conscious way of really showing up in the world. And when we tap mm-hmm. into, yeah, those, you know, those practices of gratitude and, you know, mm-hmm. just really showing up and in, in those ways it really starts to emanate outward Mm -hmm. and and so I'm wondering you know because I I think that there's there's an embodiment practice and then there's you know is it already embodied you know are we are you consciously embodying that energy and and how how do you stay present with that energy throughout the day as you're going maybe you know in in Daily life, you know, so I you know a lot of people have so many things coming up. They're, you know, dealing with children and, um, or their families, you know, and work and, and these situations. And so finding ways to stay in that and present in that, um, throughout those interactions. What, what are some of those practices that you would recommend for someone with that, that busy life?
3: I think one of our biggest uh, practices that we do is to try to start every single day in a devotional place. So Mm -hmm. taking in something inspiring, some, some touchstone for the day that awakens that love in us so that we can more greatly embody it. So that love is already there, but it just has to get activated. And that's when, you know, when you feel depleted, when you feel diluted, it's because you've not been filling that well of wellness, you know. And so if when you, when you have a resource to draw from, then it's easier to embody that and stay present with it throughout the day.
0: I want to thank you for your beautiful meditation that you yes. uh, lead your podcast mm-hmm. with. And I think that is a, a, an incredible example of how to reconnect reroute recenter yourself remembering that you always can return to your breath mm-hmm. so as we go throughout our day and we all get triggered and we all fall back in old patterns and we get angry and frustrated and all of these things but as you as you deepen in your practice and your flow of love you can more easily kind of correct yourself you know realign yourself again like okay um what what what's this triggering and how can i How can I heal it and sit with it? You know, one thing that's been coming up a lot, we also um, have a podcast called Caravan of the Heart and a lot of our, um, which we hope that maybe you'll be on one day.
1: (gasps) Yeah. Oh, we we would love that. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Um, and, And what keeps coming up right now, which I feel like is like the next revolution in love, which is there is no right or wrong. There is no separation. Mm -hmm. So when we feel these feelings of fear, of anger, of um, unworthiness, shame or guilt, um, anything that is of a, you know, kind of a lower kind of a negative vibration, um, we're not to shun it. We're not Mm to um, judge ourselves or others for having them but to simply hold, hold space for it and allow let it be heard,
3: it. Yeah.
0: allow it to <laughs> be and to embrace it and hold it in love. So that's another great way as you're going throughout your day and you find yourself frustrated or upset is to just sit and, and allow it to be, have your feelings mm-hmm. about it and encircle it in love and, and let it have a way to be heard and held and felt.
3: Yeah, I love it because it's, it's an undercurrent. If if Mm. you're not sitting Mm -hmm. with it, if you're not holding it, it's still Mm. there, but it's an undercurrent. Mm. It's kind of like contents under pressure, but when you can just let it out and let it flow and love it, then it gets absorbed into that mixture. And that's why it matters so much what ingredients we're putting in, you know, because that becomes a part of the mix. So we just try to add in as many positive ingredients in our day as possible. And it's kind of like walking these paths in our woods. You know, the paths that we take more frequently, they're worn. And the more that we continue to walk that way, that it just becomes more natural. You don't have to go, oh, I need to duck here under that branch. It's like, I know that. I know, I know this path really well. I know what I need to do right here.
0: There are neural pathways in our brains that we've all learned about that create Um, You know, mental patterns and behavioral patterns. Well, I believe there's also path heart Mm -hmm. and that we can um, create new paths that are uh, more loving and open and and well tended and, you know, and take care of the the weeds (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that
2: visualization of, you know, the path in the woods. I was thinking the same exact thing. We're on the same wavelength here, like the neural <laughs> pathways in our mm-hmm. brain also connect to, you know, the paths that we walk in nature. And that's one of the things. I, I would say is um, a ritual of mine is making sure I get mm-hmm. outside and walking in nature and connecting yes. that, all the energy around me of Mother Earth. And I, I would love for you to share mm-hmm. more on that because you seem very connected. Obviously, you live in the middle of a national forest. Um, out in, I think mm-hmm. you said the in the middle of nowhere. I can't remember exactly how you described it. But um, explain how when we like when we take care of ourselves genuinely, how that also translates into taking care of our sacred mother Earth
3: Well connection is everything you know so when we go out and we are present with Mama Earth, then we care more for her and we we understand how she is providing for us how she guards us and guides us and that connection is a reset. And that's true from being in nature. That's true with others. That's true. You know, it's like you can quickly shift your vibration by practicing connection. So being in nature for us, I've always said, you know, for years, we traveled full time for 25 years before the pandemic and we would come home and I would call it unloading the road. It was like immediately (laughs) when we dipped into this realm. It was like a baptism, like, okay, all that's washed off because there's so much. (laughs) Mama nature is such a great teacher. Everything that you could ever need to learn, if you spend time in -hmm. in her presence, she's going to teach you. And she's that, th- this has been our greatest teacher for the past 21 years of living in these woods. It's just been incredible.
0: She's literally saved my life and healed me from head to toe. This is, this is Amy, and I am a thriver from uh, physical and sexual and psychological abuse. And so kind of um, anyone who's been, who is a survivor of trauma, to be in nature is immediately healing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it's, it, it's completely energetic. It, it, it heals and nurtures your entire nervous system. So living in the woods for 21 years at the end of the road, surrounded by these amazing trees and all of the extraordinary life within it has just taught me that all, it's all good. It's all well. You are held. This is the true reality right here. And look inside. This is what you look like. You are nature. You are whole. You are full of diversity and Root life force. and reach. You're rooted. Yes. I mean, just taught me so many beautiful lessons. But I mean, just being in nature is an absolute healing balm. And mm. um, that's what we like to bring people out to Way of the Heartwoods as to help them reconnect to themselves and to nature because she's such an amazing healer. Just, you know, I feel like the disconnect in modern society where it's just everything's concreted over and there's new things being built, but on top of forests and woods, you know, this disconnect is really hard on our psyches, Mm -hmm. really, really hard on our hearts because it's disconnecting us from what is true and what is real and what is life giving. So, I mean, I cannot stress enough how important it is.
3: So nurturing and nourishing. It's, it Mm. really has just been such a gift.
2: This is Brenda Carey, co-host of Be The Love podcast. And I love starting my morning with rituals. And one of the rituals that I've really been enjoying lately is drinking miracle tea this tea has amazing properties to help me get into that rhythmic cycle of my day, especially to start and end my day, to reduce the stress and anxiety that just modern life brings, to raise my vibration and create more joy and love.
1: And this is Stacey Museal, co-host of People of Podcast. I too have been really enjoying the morning ritual of miracle tea. I've noticed that I've received better sleep and you know, better sleep means a happier, more peaceful start to my day. And who does not want that, which also increases productivity throughout the day. And I really enjoy looking back at my day and really feeling amazing about it. And you can visit the love and abundance store at drgarungandhi.com for more information about the miracle tea. You can also listen to Dr. Varun Gandhi's episode on Be The Love Podcast, episode 106. Yes, that's so beautiful because we are, we're very, um, our the Western culture is very disconnected from nature and working inside, living inside, you know, we're always wearing shoes and, you know, mm-hmm. but really when when we can, Go outside and spend some really beautiful quality time outside, you know, it really does like energetically shift every part of your being in that nervous system. Um, I felt that myself, you know, just going into the jungle, you know, when I thought I had been, you know, I thought I had spent time in nature, but then I I went into the jungle and then I felt it because I was immersed in that energy and really just. Every part of my being just shifted. It's so mm-hmm. so essential that we really spend that time outside and really connect. Because she she is a mirror to us too, right? Mm-hmm. So we the mm-hmm. inner um, we are nature, and you know the mm-hmm. the energy, the elements. Um, we we are you know there's no separation um, from you know her, and we're all one with her. And it's going to be
0: extremely important as we move forward during these times of climate crisis and and Mm -hmm. major shifts on this planet that Mm -hmm. we really deepen into understanding how much we need to be in a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. with this earth. And so it's, it's going to become more and more clear how much we are connected.
3: Mm -hmm. I love that you called it a mirror, you know, because it is, and, and, in our stillness, we can more clearly see that reflection. And so, mm-hmm.
2: so actually that gives a little pause. I I love this conversation. And I'm curious, uh, since you have nine albums, I mean, that's a significant amount of music. And I loved your story where you you weren't trained musicians from an early age or anything oh, that, <laughs> like that and picked up an accordion. That's not, you know, like the most popular instrument in the world. I love it. But oh, you it don't hear now. that. Oh, it is now. It is now.
3: Well, <laughs> oh, Brene kind of made it. You know, people used to ask me, they would say, so how did you pick up the accordion? Yeah. And I would say very carefully because it's very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, and the first the first time I got my first accordion, I, I went for one lesson and the guy said, do you read music? And I had taken a couple of years of piano when I was in okay. second and third grade. And so I said, a little. And he said, OK, play this. No mistakes. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like okay that's why that was that last lesson you know and we just kept we just kept playing you know and playing and playing and the the people of the street performers of new orleans were incredible they were like <laughs> Just so they adopted us and helped us, you know, figure out we needed a name and we needed to make a recording and to just keep going and and try out different endings on songs. I mean, like just little things, you know,
0: we we just trusted our intuition, which is something that we really encourage yeah. others to to deepen into and trust as well. You know, what does this sound like? I don't know what my fingers are doing. I don't really know how to make chords, but this sounds kind of cool. And, you know, what do we want to write about? What's important? What's surfacing right now? And we like all genres of music. So we we're all over the place. But it's so beautiful because music, you know, we're just light and vibration, right? That's all that's going on here. And so music is uh, just the great unifier. And so Mm -hmm. when we decided to uh, go to Europe um, with $100 in our pockets and one-way tickets and no gigs, um, we were able to stay there and travel seven different countries.
3: Over a six-month period. And that was the beginning of, you know, starting on the streets of New Orleans. We began
0: freeing our dream, and then we took Mm -hmm. another leap. And so playing this music... and. Born, you know, lands, different languages and original music they'd never heard before. But it was the energy of the music and our hearts and, you know, harmonies are are just a healing thing. And um, so people understood that, you know, because love it really does, it's it speaks all languages. And so we were able to make connection with like-minded souls, you know, through our music and so we've you know traveled all over the states and Canada and Europe and Scandinavia, um, just being independent musicians, uh, making our music, and um, I'm just so grateful for um, the the ability to be able to uh, to share our hearts and this message of love through music, which people can so readily receive. We've found that music really is
3: a key that just turns in the lock. Of people, it, 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 it's a, it, like Amy said, it's a unifier, it's instant connection. And when that flow gets opened up, you know, we could sit out with a megaphone on a street corner all day spouting these messages of hope and love and trust and joy and all of it. But music just finds its way in And it just kind of tenderizes the heart and makes it a fertile place for all these seeds to fall into. And so it's been, it's always been our main, I I kind of think of us like, you know, having a, being, if we were looking at a flower, we have many petals and facets of what we do, but music has always been that, the center, you know, and, and all the other petals come off of that and
0: it's opened so many doors and and so many hearts
1: helped us create community mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. yeah that's so beautiful it sounds like it's really helped you expand your own consciousness and also tap into supporting others and uplifting because it it is it is such a connector you know we can go to um, a show and you know or listen to music and the vibration just lifts the spirit um, with Mm -hmm. you know what you're you know listening to and I've I've had a chance to listen to your music and it's just so beautiful and it just was very uplifting and it was um, just really moved my soul so thank you I'd love to hear more about just that that leap of faith you know it sounds like you've done a lot of work to just move and trust and and go with the flow with where where spirit is bringing you um, to free your own dream and follow your bliss and I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about that and how how important that is to follow our bliss and free free our dreams to what we mm-hmm. are truly you know our soul is calling us to do.
0: Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say um, life is short, Mm y'all. We don't get a whole lot of time here. Don't waste it. Don't waste it doing something that you hate. Don't waste it feeling stuck somewhere. Don't waste it feeling like you have nothing to offer. You know, everyone, everyone needs to be sharing their gifts and their voice and their creativity and their life force It's so important. And we need that now more than ever. Mm -hmm. And really, what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? You've got to lose safety, stability, but really what is safety and stability? You know, that doesn't really exist. We have this moment. And if you're rooted in total faith that what you have to offer is something that can help and be of service and you combine that with your gift, it's like Joseph Campbell talks about, follow your bliss and doors will open to you where there were none. And and that is an absolute universal truth. We've seen it in our lives and in so many people's lives around us who've done the same. Walk in the direction of your dreams and the red carpet will unfurl for you. And for me personally, I there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than to be in service of love Mm -hmm. and to be expressing my soul. And uh, I know that every one of us has something to share and to trust in that and to move forward with that in ways that feel right for you will only bring about blessings for you and everyone around you.
3: Well, and if you're not expressing it, it's still there. It's like the muse, the muse is right there. You know, she's, she's waiting, tapping you on the shoulder, waiting for you to dance with her. You know, she wants you to engage and express and any, anyone that I've experienced who's come to their end of life and they're aware of it, they come up with two things. Who did I love and how did I love? And that's what really, really matters. And so if you're in a relationship, if you're in a career, if you're in anything that is unhappy, unfulfilling, and you can affect it by making a change and making a choice to pursue your purpose and and follow your bliss then you are, you're you're telling the universe because the universe is already saying yes, but you're just saying yes and, and giving it an opportunity to continue. And for us personally, there was no choice. You know, I was a, I I was selling networks to huge corporations and I was Mm -hmm. miserable and I was in an abusive relationship and I was miserable. And so to take a leap into the unknown and sit on a street corner in New Orleans with with ac- absolutely no idea what I was doing felt so much more alive and loving than anything I'd ever done. And the universe went, all right, here's enough for today and come on out tomorrow and see what I got for you. And it just has gone on and on and on for 27 years since we took that leap. But it really does take making a step, just whatever you can in the direction of that. So some people might say, well, what do you mean safety and security? You know, I got to pay the bills or whatever. Well, there's, there's things that we can do. We can start doing more of what we love, more of what we feel called to do, putting energy into that. And, and you're going to find that things start to tilt that direction if you start moving towards it, it's going to tilt in that direction. And it won't just be a supplemental thing. It can become your full-time thing. But we, you know, when we're not expressing it, we just, we do, we feel that like, it's like a a nervous energy. Like it's still there. It still wants to, to be shared. It still wants to be fulfilled, but it's waiting on us to take action. And when we do, the universe is ready to, just equip us with everything we need to to keep going forward in the journey.
0: We give whole um, workshops and talks on, on freeing your dream. And we can, you know, we really break it down to the practicalities of how can I really do this and support myself? And, you know, and we talk about things like, you know, um, paying down your debt, becoming debt-free is, you know, it's important. You know, how much do you really need to consume and buy? You know, what are Mm -hmm. your real material needs, you know, what could, what's more important to you, you right?
3: If you simplify, then
0: you don't need as much as far as resources and you can have more time, Mm -hmm. you know, because what is time? Time is you're making money with time or you're creating with time or you're praying with time, you know, like how are you spending it and what's most important to you? So, you know, following the, following your heart and asking the important questions of what matters most to me, how do I want to spend this life? What do I have to offer? What do I have to give? And really breaking it down to what's, what, what's, what's really life-giving for you.
3: And yeah, then finding,
0: finding ways to do it in small ways or taking a huge leap and doing it in a big way, <laughs> you know. But I will guarantee you that if you're coming from not an ego place mm-hmm. or a place of needing a lot of, you know... I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I believe in abundance, but I don't believe, um, that having a whole lot is going to make you happy. I think it's a deeper fulfillment. So what's going to really fulfill me and how can I, how can I get there and spend most of my time doing what really brings me more love
3: and love and serves others in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just taking that all in I'm like oh (laughs) Um, there's there's so much beauty and wisdom in those words and I think what you also share in your music it comes out and I think that's what's so beautiful like it's like I know when people walk their talk and so it's just this is a really great space for me to be in to receive those words and and just to know like there are beautiful people such as yourselves doing beautiful and amazing work. And so I'm, I'm curious how, in terms of like all the work that you do from leading retreats and workshops to the music and um, how do you see it truly supporting like the bigger picture of healing in the world? Like if you to, mm-hmm. it, to see it as like your macro vision for the work that you do, how do you see it sort of trickling out? And creating this ripple effect.
3: Well, one of the things that we figured out, you know, we in our in our 20s, it was like we were literally saving ourselves. In our 30s, we were ready to save the world. We were <laughs> we were doing everything we could on every street corner Co-testing. out there with our signs, trying to, and then the 40s came and we were like, hmm, maybe we need to just put energy into our community where we are. That's where mighty kindness was born just really wanting to grow something where we were, realizing that if everybody were doing that in their own neck of the woods, it's all going to expand and 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 help create shift. and and so, yeah, so and there's shifted there's from, the micro and the
0: macro, right? And, and we shifted from yeah. working against something to for standing for what and
3: and as we've moved
0: into our 50s
3: now, we realize that all of this has been a part of healing. Uh, ourselves, helping it, create space just by holding retreats or concerts or the podcast or uh, the festival. All that we do, just trying to be in service to love is creating a healing space. And whoever is going to come is supposed to be there and receive what they're supposed to receive. Right. But it it just starts by just making it available. And that's what we try to do as much as possible, create as much opportunity for people to be invited to heal and Mm -hmm. to to find their purpose and to fulfill their dreams.
0: We're working with uh, more. We've we've discovered that, you know, what you resist persists. And so we're working more with what we're for and what we can empower and strengthen, because you can actually build more uh, change, more shift by feeding love than fighting hate. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: uh, we're really focused on on doing that. So Mighty Kindness is a community unity festival that um, strengthens all that's kind for the body, soul, and mind and community. So that's basically just trying to build on what's already happening in every aspect of community, you know, from business to art to uh, activism to uh, every single aspect um, and and heightening that making connections and helping that grow. So that's on a community level and you know we also realize it's just so important you know with our music we always said we'll play anywhere, we'll play absolutely anywhere. At work, you know, it doesn't have to be a retreat center. It doesn't have to be like-minded, you know, listening room setting. It can be a bar. It can be a barbecue. It can be, you know, <laughs> because everyone needs the message of love and upliftment, you know. So, uh, you know, it starts from the individual. How are you taking care of yourself to how are you taking care of others to how are you taking care of the earth? And we just try to work on this three-tiered um system of, of of feeding and giving back and hoping that all those ripples you know and knowing that all those ripples do shift and 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 feed more love and light into the world
3: so we create those mm-hmm. invitations in really intimate ways we do soul guidance sessions with folks and that looks like we do those online and in person with individuals sometimes they come out we have something on our retreat land way of the Heartwoods called the love lodge and people will come out and retreat and then we'll do the soul guidance sessions with them in person all the way up to larger retreats or concerts, but always with the intent to just really amplify that love and, and, and really create a space where people can feel the opportunity to release and reveal what's there to be healed.
0: You know, people are, are ready to be met where they are, and that's where they can really open their hearts. So, another thing that we that we did for seven years in Louisville was called Church on the Rocks, and it was a, an open stage for the sage, and it really had this loving, embracing. Uh, community in it. We didn't allow any kind of judgment or negativity. If you got on the stage, it didn't matter what you You're did.
3: Fully supported.
0: Fully supported because you had the courage to get up there and express yourself, and so you could do anything and say or, and be who you are and feel heard and loved and held by community. And didn't matter what religion or non-religion you were. And um, so it, you know, it's just trying to find different ways that we can meet people where they are. To, um everyone just wants to be loved mm-hmm. and heard and everyone mm-hmm. feels so isolated and alone mm-hmm. and that's why nature is so important because you can feel held so easily but that's why community is so important and mm-hmm. showing up as
1: love absolutely so thank you so much for for sharing that and and I think that's a beautiful segue um, to, if you can just tell our listeners where they can find you, um, and what you're currently working on.
3: Oh, thank you so much. Well, you can find us at troubadoursadivinebliss.com, and that's a gateway to wayoftheheartwoods.org, caravanoftheheart.com. To mighty kindness, to everything that we do, you can get to it through there.
0: We have a weekly uh, online show that we do called Sundays with Bliss. It's music and message. Live streams on Face tu- Face Tube. Wow. I've created something new.
3: <laughs> Facebook and YouTube. You, you book. Yeah. <laughs> but all of it is right there. I, I would invite you to follow us on uh, Facebook and also Instagram and YouTube as well. And all of that, we, we kind of cross promote on all of those platforms.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Amy and Renee, for being here with us today and sharing this, this space and this having this beautiful conscious conversation.
3: Oh, thank, thank you, you, Brendan, Stacy, mm, for creating such a beautiful place for this, such a container of just goodness for us to sit within and share today. Thank you
0: so much. Mm. Thank you for amplifying love so beautifully. Mm. Thank you.
2: And at Be The Love Podcast, we are excited about our upcoming Awaken Your Soul Costa Rica retreat on November 6th through the 12th, 2023. We would absolutely love to have you join us for a beautiful and vibration-raising experience. Check out the webpage with details and registration in the show notes.
1: And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends or family, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash Be The Love Podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time.